Are you scanning for drones? Chase's voice pitched, betraying her standard cool. Pippin grunted a confirmation. They were only a few hundred miles from the demarcation line, the invisible boundary that split the Pacific Ocean and kept the Second Cold War so chilly. She pulled her mask from her face only to reattach it. Bingo fuel meant autopilot, and autopilot meant that Dragon was flying at tricycle pace. In the meantime, Chase drilled her emotions, set up each worry like a toy soldier. Where did that bird come from? Who knew about it? And more importantly, who didn't know about it? Did you see its name, Pip? That bird had Phoenix stenciled on its side. Phoenix looks a lot like Sylph's Pegasus. Seven letters. Begins with P. Except for the fact that they're different words. Different mythological beasts, in fact. That wasn't Sylph, Henry. She hoped using his real name might emphasize her point. Why do I feel like you're trying to convince me to drop it? Because I'm smarter than you, Chase. You're smarter than everybody. My cross to bear. Chase's impatience held down her smirk. She drummed her fingers on the cockpit. Most canopies were made of thick plastic, but Dragon's was crafted from tempered glass, the strongest in the world. That phoenix had the same crystal canopy, the same blue-silver skin. In Chase's mind, the streakers stood apart in the sky and in aviation history. Light, sleek, and fueled by rip-roaring twin engines, they were hybrids of the older man-jets with HOTAS controls, hands-on throttle and stick, and the popular aerodynamic drones of the early 21st century. You saw it, she said a little harder. Maybe it's a backup, Pippin tried. The Air Force's dirty little secret. Or hey, maybe the Navy Academy has a streaker we don't know about. Bite your tongue, Chase grumbled. The streakers are the Air Force's babies. Kale promised me that much. I forgot. You think the Brigadier General is all hand to God. Hey now, she said. You're supposed to warn me before you snark that hard. He chuckled, and that alone was worth the bickering. Pippa needed a laugh these days, like most two-year-olds needed a nap. Not that Pippin was the only one struggling. Chase, the other cadets, the airmen at the Star, everyone needed a break from the strangling tension of the Second Cold War. Chase's thoughts plunged as she watched the beach below run a white scar toward the horizon. She couldn't stop herself from imagining World War III, battleships crowding the west coast, the black rain of missiles falling. America on fire. The blaze she imagined was a collage of crimson, red drones, Zhishongdi's bleeding flag, and that maroon-helmeted pilot. Could Phoenix have come from the New Eastern Bloc? Did the Asians steal the design, build their own streaker? No, that would be impossible. Catastrophic. You think Kale is fuming in the tower right now? Chase asked. No doubt they caught that near collision on the satellite feed. By design... Dragon comes up as little more than a speeding blip on the radar. If we didn't, the bad guys would have crossed the line and taken us down two years ago. Don't say bad guys, Chase said. That makes them feel like a joke. I prefer when they feel like a joke, he added under his breath. So do you. Pippin sprinkled everything with cynicism. We could radio in, she tried. Let Kale know about the Phantom Streaker. 
Nix, that bird wasn't armed. It's not an immediate threat. Kale wouldn't want you to risk opening up our signal to anyone waiting to shake us down. Pippin said anyone, but he meant Zhishong Di. Spying jerks. They were always listening, always sending out code viruses that could cripple navigation, misfire missiles, or worst of all, crash jets kamikaze style into civilian areas. Bam. So the streakers flew off the grid, which necessitated a two-man team and radio silence. But Zhishong Di's cyber superiority affected more than just air power. Anytime they wanted to take over a TV station or satellite, they did. Even the U.S. military's network had been hacked in the past. Nothing was safe.